All right, here we go. Off-season express, rolling along with your guy, Craig Erickson. Across the screen with me is Eric Franklin, still quarantined. Still hope everybody's staying safe. Uh, we are brought to you by the 502 Podcast Network. You can catch us on iTunes, Spotify, iHeart, Google, all that shit. Uh, make sure you guys subscribe, rate, and review, all that good shit. Uh, we got a lot of stuff to talk about, but I think one topic is going to take up quite a bit of it. Uh, but before we get into that, what's up, my man? How you doing? Good. Doing well. Cinco de Mayo is a success. We had a taco night here. Same. So, you know, and yeah, I popped tonight open I had a some couple, salmon. I popped, op- I popped open a couple of Dos Equis yesterday. You drink regular or Dos Equis dark? Oh, regular. Oh man, you gotta go. There's nothing better than going to El Nepal and getting the 45 ouncer or whatever the hell they sell. <laughs> Doseki dark. You'd be right in a food coma when you get home. I don't know if I can do it so. dark, man. I don't, I don't, I'm not well, a not fan of the dark. dark. It's just, it's not a dark beer. It's just dark compared to like it's a regular coat. Oh, like it's okay. a Doseki, like, but it's a Doseki dark. I got like, you. so okay. regular Doseki's like. Heineken colored, I think so, or whatever. That Heineken's gross, but anyways. Yeah, like uh, I, I didn't know if you meant like Guinness dark. No, like, no, 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 yeah, no. It's I can't not do thick that. at all. Yeah, I can't do that. I only um, do Guinness when it's the time. I only do Guinness when it's like I like for St. Patty's, like Irish holidays. Yeah, bro. We went to a St. Patrick's parade uh, over at Bellarmine, like. A few years ago, and I was like, "Yeah, fuck it, I'll try it." Never again. I think I had like two, and I was like, "Man, I can't do it." And so, and it, uh, it's a lot to drink, yeah. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. Taco night was definitely a success. Uh, then we went back. We went to frozen pizza tonight. <laughs> yeah. So, I had salmon and I had salmon and brown rice. I was gonna take a picture of it until Camden. I caught it. I caught the <laughs> salmon and cooked it myself. Hell yeah! But yeah. let him know because I don't know if you know this. I, I'm getting into. I had to go buy my get my fishing stuff restocked, so ready to go hit the water again. So yeah. I feel you. Um. All right. So before we before we get into the the football talk, if you know us, you know we're both Louisville fans. If you don't know us, we're Louisville fans. So recently we've had some. Uh, Notice of allegations come back down once again. By this point, you know, we're numb to it. Uh, well, so Eric uh, knows. Firstly, Eric... though, we're, we're expecting these. We just didn't know when they were coming. Like, exactly. To be fair, like, yeah. anybody who's surprised by this, like, you've just had your head in a cave. Like, oh, yeah. It's like, like you haven't so, been paying attention. So I'm going to let you get into it a little bit. Uh, we'll touch on it before we get into our football talk. Uh, you, you, You've kept up with it a little more than I have. So, we'll get your thoughts on so, it. So, the biggest takeaway for me is that the NCAA, once again, is being the NCAA, okay? So, we got one level one violation, alleged violation, and, like, I think three level twos and maybe one level three or something. And those don't matter. Um but the level one we got charged with 
is the saying that we conspired to pay money to a recruit to come here, which the recruit got paid money to come here. That's a fact. But they're saying Louisville was responsible when the courts said that Louisville was a victim, as were all the universities. But now the NCAA is saying that the agents that conspired to make a Louisville a victim uh, are boosters of the school, which I don't know how that's possible. It sounds like the NCAA was just trying to figure something out. Um, so I believe our case, since we got them North Carolina lawyers, is going to be, hey, they're not boosters, so this can't be a level one violation. Because if they're boosters, then these one of the you know some of these other violations got to be wiped off because one of the other ones is Jordan Fair was with um, the DJ gave money to that DJ Augustine guy who just kept it, but if you know, um, and then he drove a Adidas rep person to a bar, but you can drive boosters to bars. So I don't know what they're they're kind of they're playing both sides here with these allegations. So one on one hand they're not boosters and it's and it's a violation. On the other hand, they are boosters and it's a violation. So it sounds like to me they're trying to do everything they can to railroad us. And I don't think it, I don't think our university well, I know they're not gonna go down without fighting. Oh, by the way, for all the Iona fans out there, Rick was zooming with UK alum last night and getting back in the good graces with them. So you can take your Iona hats and shovel them up your ass personally anyways before i get sidetracked so um so yeah it's just more ncaa incompetence so i don't i don't know what's gonna happen it'd be dumb to speculate but um the one the one thing that if they do hit us pretty hard the one benefit i can see from it is we're gonna have to rebuild in quotes like we won't be terrible but we won't be what we expect yeah and then chris mack can finally play that underdog role that he wants to play right you know because that's kind of his mindset so but i I mean everything's gonna be fine like i'm not worried about it i don't think we're gonna get hit that i don't I, i just don't see how in court they can prove that adidas that we had adidas reps that are boosters i don't like they got to define what a booster is to us. And I think we're, in, I think they're in for a long fight. I think it's going to be a while. I mean, it won't affect this season, but so, but they have that new, new committee, right? The new appeals committee. So you don't have to go in front of the NCAA mm-hmm. the con- that the rice commission thought of that we could have thought of in 10 minutes. Right. Um, so if you go through them to get their judgment and they come down with a ruling, you can't appeal them. That's the downfall to going that route. But if the NCA, you know, gives you punishments, you can appeal that and extend the process. Now, you never win appeals with the NCA, but you can at least appeal it and maybe get into the postseason. Yeah. So extended. there are there's a drawback with going to the independent commission, which one of the members is Eli Capitelli. If you don't know who that is, Googling. So he's the president of UK. Um. <laughs> So, yeah, yeah. So. Um, so that's pretty much. I mean, pretty much it. I mean, I saw some people who acted like they're surprised. I'm like, why are you? Like, yeah, you we all knew this was coming. 
like I mean, I had a, there's a dude I work with at Ford that the day Rick Patino settles, he goes, "It's done. What are they going to do to us? Hey, there ain't nothing come down the pipe." And I was like, "Crazy thing." I was man. like, "Bro, dude, like you know, hey, you gotta know how this works. You gotta know." Yeah. So, yeah, we're proficient in it by now. <laughs> All this stuff coming down. I mean, it could be worse. Yeah. We don't yeah. have five level ones against us, you know. So but that's not a shot. I'm just saying. Christ, okay. I'm not taking any shots. I'm just saying we could we don't have five level one charges, which is a, a lot to get over. That's a lot to get through. Right. You know. But I want to know like so in the grand scheme of this, the the person who was the the star of the FBI trials, right? Rick Patino. And trust me, he should have been fired for his negligence because I could go I could talk for thirty minutes about that. I'm not going to. The only thing he's getting charged with when it's all said and done is failure to report a rumor to compliance. And I'm like, so if they have to report, if every coach has to report every rumor they hear, they'd never be able to do anything because recruiting's dirty, as we know. And I'm sure that they hear stuff all the time. Yeah. You know, so now that leads me to wonder. You know, if that's what he's getting charged with and he's made out to be the enemy, why is Bruce Pearl so beloved by the media? Why is Sean Miller getting contract extensions? Why is Tom Izzo getting a pay? Don't get me started on them. But my thing, like, if Brian Bowen got money to go to Louisville, he was going to go to Michigan State until a player stayed, then Arizona until they got another player. So, like, why aren't you looking – like, why is Michigan State not getting looked at? Because obviously he was going to go there and – committed so the deal's set in place so my thinking is why aren't you looking at these other schools that he would ever have been involved in with that he would have given that he would have given a verbal to why is it only the one that he went to because obviously if his dad was pimping him out he's getting money from all these other schools and i also think it's a little funny how he can remember every little detail about the louisville stuff but remembers nothing about working Right. If you got that good of a memory, if you got that good of a memory about Louisville, you remember your interactions with Oregon. You knew the day before what happened at Oregon, and then the next day, just magically, when you're on the stand, you didn't remember anything. So I wonder how that. I wonder what happened in that 24 hours or 12 hours, whatever it was. So, yeah. Anyways. So with all what you said, uh, the only thing I'm gonna add is like, fuck the NCAA. Um, and with that, man, Sounds let's good. go. Let's talk some football. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Let's do that. But I just had right. to. I just had to get that. Yeah. So, so, let's start with. Uh, I think it was the Fox Sunday football account or whatever that tweeted out the hypothetical There's draft. With uh, Sunday night football, I think Sunday night football. Yeah, but they had eight eight players on there. Yes. We're going to. We're going to each – we're going to put our orders in there. Um, I really don't know. Uh, we'll read the pool off real quick so you guys like – because I'm sure, you, like, y'all probably seen it. But we'll we'll run through it real quick. Uh, they gave you options between Dak Prescott, Deshaun Watson, Carson Wentz, um, Tua Tungavaloa, Sam Darnold, Teddy Bridgewater, Lamar Jackson, and Jimmy Garoppolo. 
Now, let's start at the bottom. We'll work our way up. At number eight, I have Tua. Just, I'm pretty sure everybody should yeah. because we really haven't seen any play in the NFL yet. Uh, at seven. Like, hold on. They couldn't have even used the number one pick from this draft. That's what I was like, thinking, too. Like, cause, like, that's so disrespectful to Joe Burrow. Because, like, I would have had like, Joe Burrow, really like, is. a little higher. And I know I contradict myself by saying because we ain't seen Tua play. We ain't seen Burrow play either. But I just think – I think Burrow is going to be damn good. I, I don't know why. I just really do. I I was told yesterday he was going to be Alex Smith. So that's fine. <laughs> so yeah. Uh, at number seven, I have Sam Darnold. You too. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, he's still in that unproven. Yeah. Not saying he's not not saying he's not going to be good, and he did have a good last stretch last year, but. Like, yeah, he's a little bit more unproven than some of these guys. We'll see what he can do without Kekamano since he can't kiss nobody now since we're on lockdown. Yeah. Uh, at number six, I have my man Teddy Bridgewater. Same? Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Uh, solid. Although, solid. although. If I really wanted to, I could make a case for a car that he he could be picked ahead of Carson Wentz because Teddy did his thing in Minnesota. That kicker just missed that kick. Yep. And then yep. Teddy got hurt. Yep. So you could. But and the five games in New Orleans last year, I mean, he balled out. Uh, you know, five and zero record, whatnot. What ultimately got yes, him the Carolina but, deal. Yeah, but. Because his injury, like, he's not as flashy, and I get it. So, I'm with you. But I just wanted to throw that disclaimer out there. Oh, no, I I agree. I think we had the same thought process on it. At number five, I have Jimmy G. I think you have Wentz. Okay. I put Jimmy G because, like, while I think he's good – I think he's real good, actually. It's – I don't know why I have him there. I just think Carson Wentz, when healthy, could bring more to the table. Uh, I mean, he's played sure, at the MVP but... level for when he's on the field. The problem is he's not on the field. Uh, I was told that he had a – I was told that he had a Super Bowl ring, and that's why uh, he's better than Andy Dalton for uh, – and that's why Andy Dalton's a bum. So, if we're going by that me- – those metrics, Jimmy G's got two, so he's got to be better than Carson Wentz, right? <laughs> yeah, so. I mean, I just changed that up 30 minutes ago, so. Yeah, because at four, I have Carson Wentz, so I have him right there. And I thought about changing him before I read it, but uh, I have Carson Wentz because, I mean, like, when he plays, man, the dude is talented, but he hasn't proven nothing yet. In the- oh, last year he had the same – last year him and Jimmy had the same year. Yeah. Both coming off injuries. And what's crazy is, like, Garoppolo, for how good he is, was, like, the weakest link on that 49ers team. Like, hell, they was – I know some fans that was trying to get rid of him. But – Yeah, they're trying to bring in Brady. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, so I have Wentz at four. You have Jimmy G there, correct? Yeah. Okay. At three, I got my man Dak Prescott. Yeah. We're going to be talking a lot about. Yeah, we're on the same. We're on the same for the rest of these, I think. Yeah, Deshaun Watson. So, 
and then Lamar. And number two, yeah. yeah. I mean, Lamar's reigning MVP, so if this draft was happening, that's just like, it's just you don't say anything else. Wow. If this was to happen today, the reigning MVP is the number one pick at whatever position that is. It's got to That be. was my thought process, too. So, yeah. You know? You know, uh, fun, fun little – Hypothetical. I don't know if you scrolled the comments through it or not, but of course everybody was homers in in that. I mean, I've seen. I'm like, oh, Carson Wentz got to be number one and all that and all that. I mean, hey, even if Carson Wentz is healthy, I don't think you can put him above Lamar Jackson at this point. You know, it's fun. You know, it's funny about that. How many guys on here have had uh, knee issues? Two, three, four. All Five. but two. All but two have had. All but two have had leg. Have had leg issues, right? The one that's the one that's the most healthy is the guy that they all said was going to get hurt because he ran. Yeah. All the set. Yeah. So. Teddy's a statue, and his leg almost fell off. Jimmy Garoppolo, mobile, but he's more of a. He's like a bootleg. Like. Yeah. Yeah, so it's kind of Dak and Dak said Dak hasn't had a knee issue, but he's had all other like all these dudes on here have had issues, injury issues, except for one. The one that was gonna get, and that hurt. was the one that we were all. That's the one we were all told was gonna be hurt immediately because he's too thin, and yeah. he wasn't a pocket guy, and he was gonna run and get hurt. Yeah. So. So. Uh. Yeah, that's one thing that Tua is gonna have to work on. Like he he's not gonna be he's not gonna be able to out athlete some of these guys. And he that's yeah. when he got hurt a lot trying to do that in college. Uh so he's gonna have to learn yeah. to either get rid of the ball or make faster decisions or, or something. So uh all right, so we got some other I just got one other little news and notes. Uh the NFL schedule drops tomorrow. So actually, we'll get our our weekly matchups and stuff like that. Uh, Dallas does play in Cincy next year, so I'm hoping uh, everything's smoothed over by then, and I can make that trip up there. Uh, and it'd be dope to see Joe Burrow for Cincy too. So uh, I just hope Dallas don't open with the Giants again because I'm getting tired of that. But now you actually have a storyline with Jason Garrett being the OC up there now. So. I'm, 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 it'd be like the 45th year in a row that's happened. Yeah. So, um, you got any thoughts on scheduling drop? Like who you think they should? I think it should be Tampa. I think they should do Tampa versus New England first game of the year, prime time. That's what I think. You want ratings? So Monday night or Sunday night? Sunday, Sunday. Nobody cares about Monday night anymore. (laughs) Uh, if they put Matt Mac Pat McAfee on Monday night, I'll care about it because that dude's a legend. Oh sure, sure. So, but uh, but yeah, man, that's all sl- I got. Get old Jarrett, get old Jarrett, sling him against against the goat. That's <laughs> for sure. So, so yeah. So all right, so let's get into. Uh, I guess it's going to be the meat of the show with uh all right so let me uh i'll start for for a minute Dak prescott <laughs> has remained 
He got tagged by Dallas for I think it would be thirty one million on the tag, I believe. Uh he turned down a thirty three four four year thirty three million dollar contract, which I don't know, you can do the math yourself, see the total of it. Uh is that thirty three a year or thirty three total? Thirty three a year. So it'd be what? A little over a hundred million. hundred and thirty two mil. Oh, okay. A lot over. <laughs> I'm not good at math. Like math's not my strong suit. So was it fully guaranteed? Uh that I don't know. I don't know. That's a lot of guaranteed money to tie up. Uh you know what's crazy though is before I Amari's Cooper's contract's not guaranteed after next season. Yeah. That extension. Yeah, so. that's that's yeah, that's that was done by design. Yeah. I cannot believe so, they agreed so, to that. <laughs> so no, what's so that's hey Dak, if you want us to overpay, we'll just keep him and find a quarterback. If you need our if you want us to give you this much, we'll just let Amari go because now you gotta elevate people. That's what that contract is. Yeah. So uh when you make big bucks when you make when you make big bucks, you gotta start elevating people. For sure, for sure. So. But all right, so and like you got C D Lamb and Michael Gallup, so mm. All right, so in my opinion, Prescott's a top ten quarterback in the league. Uh, I think he's he could be around a nine, ten, eleven range, maybe, depending on what what's going on. So ultimately, he deserves to be paid like a top ten quarterback. And we all know that every time a quarterback signs, they become the highest paid quarterback in the league, whether it's warranted or not. I mean, Jared Goff was the highest paid for. For a while. Um, to me, Dak is a franchise quarterback. You found him in the fourth round for a steal. Uh, you couldn't take advantage of the rookie contract like uh, Russell Wilson in Seattle did and got a Super Bowl out of it. So now you got a pain. Uh, you're going, you, and we've said it before, you're going to have to sign him before Kansas City does something with Mahomes, before Deshaun Watson signs his deal. Because if, if that's the case, I mean, geez. <laughs> I don't know what quarterbacks are going to be after Mahomes signs at $50 million per. Uh, but And then also you're going to have guys like Russell Wilson, Lamar Jackson coming up, uh, and they're going to reset the market too, like everybody, like every other quarterback that signed. Russ, Russ will be able to name his price on his next For sure, contract. Cause, and if Seattle, you know, because yeah. he's earned it. Oh, 1,000%. So like the best quarterback in the league. So, my, my, in my opinion. My, I don't disagree. Uh, I, I mean, him or Mahomes. My biggest thing is, like, man, I'm t- I'm tired of people clamoring about, like, what the fuck is Jerry doing? Why is he bringing in Andy Dalton or nothing? In my opinion, it's an insurance policy. Dallas needed to upgrade their quarterback room, uh, and they did that for, for here. Um, he go, And he's a far better option than Cooper Rush, who got cut the other day, actually. Uh, you know, and you only give any three million guarantee. The contract's worth up to seven if he plays, and if Dak does sit or is holding out for the contract situation, you're not gonna miss a beat because Andy Dalton is perfect, perfectly capable of coming in and winning games with this football team. Uh, personally, I think it's a great move by the front office. I mean, I don't, I don't think, I don't think the leverage play that people are trying to think that say or there because like I don't think like Jerry Jones is going to Dak Prescott's people saying you better sign this deal because we have Andy Dalton I don't think that's the case I I really don't 
but at the end of the day, Dallas needs to get the deal done with Dak. I mean, before – because when he does sign, you're paying Dak $35 million probably, 36 You're not going to play Andy Dalton. I mean, over over some guy taking all that shit. So – but this year it's on Dak. I mean, if he's on the – if he's on the franchise tag and he can't get it done with CD Lamb, Michael Gallup, Amari Cooper, Blake Jarwin, Tony Pollard, and your all pro running back and Zeke Elliott, you may possibly have to move on. And I mean, I don't want that because I think Dak is very good. Uh, and I got his jersey. And every time I buy a Dallas jersey, they always end up leaving. So I know the feeling. <laughs> So you know, like man, I just I just think it's a really smart move by Dallas. Cause I mean, like we talked about it before we started recording. Like last year in week uh, sixteen, where Dallas had to win you're in the playoffs, Dak had a nagging shoulder shoulder injury that he injured the week before, and a and, broken wrist. Yeah, he had fucking everything was wrong with him, man. He struggled against Philly that game, and if. Uh, Andy Dalton would have been on the roster then instead of Cooper Rush. You could have been like, all right, Dak, you'll rest up. We'll go win this game with Andy Dalton. He's perfectly capable of doing it. Because, uh, like I said, he is a starter-quality starter quarterback in this in this league. Uh, I think it would it'd be similar to the Teddy B situation down in New Orleans, you know, where you don't miss a beat. He can come in. You know he can win some games. Uh, if Dak were to miss, whether it be injury or holdout, and Dak ain't missed a game in his career. So, uh, all in all, man, I just think it's a really good move. Uh, it's definitely a Mike McCarthy thing because he was quoted saying, you know, just upgrading the, the quarterback room, uh, you know, and that's what you want. I mean, he alluded to some time in uh, – Green Bay, where they were always adding quarterbacks and whatnot, trying to just upgrade the room. Because, I mean, you said it, the two most popular guys is the starting quarterback and the backup quarterback. So, were they no, were they first round quarterbacks or were they not? I'm just asking for a friend. No, I forget for verbatim what the quote was. <laughs> No, no, so, I was asking if the quarterbacks they brought in were first round quarterbacks. So, because that's the only, yeah, you gotta, you gotta, they gotta be first rounders to be good. Yeah. That's only, so, you know. Right. So, I mean, ultimately, man, you know, I like the signing. Uh, I, I think it's good for, for Dak and, and Dalton. Or not Dak, but Dallas and Dalton. Uh, I think it's a, I think it's an excellent move by the front office, uh, honestly. I don't. I don't think there's no real issue here. I think it kind of got blown out, blown up because it was in Dallas, and I know their quarterback's not signed yet. But I just, by all accounts and everything, insider Dallas beat writer, they fully expect Dak to sign that franchise tag if uh, a deal's not reached by July fifteenth. So. I could be completely wrong and Dalton ends up starting for the Cowboys and their quarterback, but I don't see that happening. Uh, I think Dalton spends a year and goes on and gets 
gets the bag if he gets a chance to. Uh, and ultimately, Cincinnati didn't do him a whole lot of favors uh, releasing him so late in the process. Well, they're trying to trade him. Yeah. Okay. It's a, so that is very, very well. I like very well put. Um, but bottom line, it's a leverage play for Jerry Jones and the Dallas Cowboys. And nobody will convince me otherwise. Not saying that they don't want I'm not saying that they don't want Dak. Dak's trying to get Dak's trying to get more money than he's worth right now. And I don't think Jerry's really having it. So they brought a guy in who's capable of winning games and capable because if you can take the Cincinnati Bengals to the playoffs, you sure as hell should be able to take the Dallas Cowboys to the playoffs. Because they're in a weaker division than what the AFC North was at the time. Sorry. New York Giants still rebuilding. Washington is always rebuilding. And Philly's average at best right now. Like, you won't convince me otherwise that they're benefiting from a terrible division. The, the AFC North might be the best division in, the, in football. Okay. Yeah. So, um, I think it's – and I'm not saying it's leverage as, as far as Andy Dalton. Andy Dalton, is, if Dak signs, Dak's the starter. It's no, not a quarterback competition unless Dak makes it one by being a problem – saying problem as far as not signing and trying to hold out. But it's also a leverage play for, in my opinion, like, hey, Dak, like, it's a make or break here. Like, you don't want to sign and you franchise. You got you to gotta put up because we'll just re-sign this guy for cheaper. And that way we can build some depth and we can draft a quarterback. And, our, and Mike McCarthy – can develop the quarterback. It's not Jason Garrett out there watching yakety sacks anymore. All right? right. Not Jason Garrett out there just clapping away and you no know, like you got a guy <laughs> who's won the Super Bowl. Okay. So and and having a guy like that behind you, looking over your shoulder, should make you work harder. It should make you study more. It should make you you know, like everything it takes to be elite it should make you work that much harder to achieve that because like you said it's not like like i know andy dalton's a punchline to people the dude's thrown 200 something touchdown passes in nine years and went and and has won the and won the afc north with the Bengals. okay and i'm not trying to throw shade at the cincinnati Bengals, but they've been historically dysfunctional so people can laugh all they want People can laugh all they want. He's been Andy Dalton's played at an MVP level too. Then he got hurt. Mm-hmm. You know that he had he was having one year where he was like league leader in touchdown passes, and then he got hurt. So <coughs> sorry. So it's a guy who's capable, and really outside of last year, since he was never terrible under him. No. Just last year, everything just unraveled, but they were generally between, they were generally like, I think six wins was their lowest total under Andy Dalton. So, like, so I think the people who want to say that this is a leverage play for Jerry, I think that could be accurate. I mean, that's what I think. I'm not saying he's using it as Dak, like, we don't want you type. The thing but he's like hey like you might like 
we can work this out, but you ain't getting 40, you ain't going to get 45, 50 mil. Like you think you're worth, like you're going to get, you're like, we'll, we'll come together, but you ain't going to name the price because we'll no. Like, that's my thing. Cause you'd Definitely be foolish to pay no Dak Prescott. Five. I think you'd be, that's what he's gonna, probably going to try to get. You'd be foolish to pay him that. I know his. I know at one that. point it was forty. He was trying to get forty, but I think they'll settle somewhere between thirty-five and thirty-seven ish. And that's what the, that's what this Andy Dalton thing's about. Be like, you want forty? There you go. There's the door. Let somebody else pay you forty. Good luck to you. Because that'll ruin a franchise. Dak's good. He ain't that guy. Not right now, at least. No, just it's. The only thing I think with with that is you have, I mean Dalton's thirty two and Dak's twenty six, so you have a that age difference in between. You got a younger Dak. Well, sure, Dalton wouldn't be Dalton wouldn't be a permanent answer. They would bring they would draft a quarterback next year. Yeah, but why why you you have your guy in Dak? You you'll have to make it work somehow with the money wise. I mean, nah, I agree with you. If he's talking forty forty five, no, because. And unless you get a Super Bowl He's under eighth. your name. Hey, Deshaun Watson ain't signed in the offseason next year. You can pay Deshaun Watson that and get him. Yeah, so, so if if it worked out that well, I would take that. But I'm I'm a, I'm a big Dak fan, you know. So I don't I don't want to see him go. Uh I think he I think he can win games. I think he can really take Dallas there with the roster that's around him, uh, and what they've built and how well they drafted this year. Uh Aaron Rodgers might be available. You can no, pay, I don't want pay him that. forty-five mil. I don't want that. I don't want him. Not at all. He I might. Know he, he, I mean, he's great, but no. Nah. I don't want that in my locker room. Uh, I mean, well, it, Mike McCarthy's there, so you know he's. Oh yeah, that ain't have, so, uh, <laughs> it, It's going to be interesting, man, for real. Like to see what what happens with it, because whether Dak's there or not, you have a guy in Dalton who has proven himself in this league um, has played very well in this league up until this point, you know, nine seasons in, like you were saying. Um, I mean, all in all, I mean, either way you spin it or however you want to spin it, I think it's a great signing by the front office, uh, whether this way or that way, uh, leverage play or not. Great signing. I mean, you immediately upgraded your backup quarterback. Uh, now you you hope you don't have to use the backup quarterback. But if you got Andy Dalton for seven mil and he's starting on your team this year, that's a steal. Yeah, so, yeah. Uh, it's a steal to have any type of any quarterback that can win games. It's a steal to have for. That's not on a rookie deal. So. <laughs> yeah. 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 So, but no, nah, man. Uh, I, I I mean I think. You know, you you make valid points with it. I think um, Dallas is is either way you spin it. Like I I don't I think it bodes well for Dallas in any way you you spin it. I don't think there's really a wrong way to look at it. I know some people on either side of the fence, uh, but it's it's just. It's gonna be interesting though. I do like your point how like it, it should push Dak to wanna, you know, like work on more precise throws, be a little more accurate. 
uh, and if Dak's looking there. at it as Andy, if Dak's looking at it as this guy who's Andy Dalton, then you gotta get then that's you gotta get Dak out of there. Like that's a bad attitude to have. No, I, I don't. Foolish. I don't think Dak's looking at it. Like I don't that. think so either. I'm yeah. just you know, he doesn't strike me as that kind of guy. No, he, he strikes me real, as a guy that's like like real humbled and stuff like that. I mean, I think he respects. I think he would respect a guy like Dalton. How could you not? You know. Well, here's the thing, like. All the people on TV that are actual football people are acting like how great it is that Andy Dalton's there because of how I'll say somewhat accomplished he is. I mean, you know, he's had some success. It's a bunch of idiot fans that are sitting there like, Sandy Dalton, what's he ever done? He ain't want a playoff game. He'll fit in. Well, I got news for you, brother. Your boy Carson Wentz ain't ever want a playoff game either. That's all Nick Foles carrying that team all right so you know like that so he's just as accomplished as Carson Wentz Carson Wentz highest touchdown totals 33 so is Andy Dalton's never both in it no, never won playoff games and the only reason they won the division last year is because Dak had a bum shoulder yeah yep like you know my opinion I mean like so I'm glad. I'm glad this got. I'm glad I brought this up. Jalen Hurts got drafted for a reason. If you want to talk about backup quarterbacks, let's get into this. Jalen Hurts got drafted for a reason. That's because they don't trust Carson Wentz to stay healthy. That's just bottom line. And that guy, they identify that guy with their system the most. That of who is available. Which that wasn't wrong for. for I mean, he he's the one that fits the best. So. Yeah, but they don't trust Carson Wentz to be able to stay healthy. No, that's the bottom line. Yeah, like, and I, I think Carson Wentz is a good player, but I mean, fuck, man, if you're not available for me when I need you the most, then what what do you bring to the table for me? It's all right. I mean, they'll luck out if anything happens. Nick Foles will be available by October, so like whatever. But because cool. he's a, I mean, let's get into this fifth year option stuff, man. Oh yeah, yeah. We forgot to write this on the on the on the list there till we come up. Yeah. We got to come up with, we got to come up with a name for the, uh, like the old rap sheet days. Yeah. Um, okay. So what's your take on it? What, what do you think? At first, at first I thought it was fucked up, but after talking to my buddy, Zach, who always brings up really good points to me, Zach is Brandon's younger brother that you, that you saw on Twitter, my buddy Brandon. Shout out Brandon. He made a very Zach, valid point yesterday. Yes. Yes, he did. Kyle. Um, out here. Zach, he was like, if I was a player, I'd want to know if you were going to decline my option the year before instead of just playing that year, assuming I was going to come back and get told at the last. That way, everything's up front. I know, oh, I got to bust my ass if I want to stay here or I can – tell my agent to start you know doing whatever yeah so first i was kind of like that's kind of messed up that they're telling them now but i'm like it's a business at the end of the day so yeah yep. you know have sometimes these players don't tell these teams and they want to you know hey i'm gonna go sign somewhere else y'all ain't got it like you know so i like it you know I think it just goes to show how 
shitty that draft class was, too, with uh, – I mean, because you, you – Well, I'm Solomon not, Thomas – Solomon Thomas is because they drafted extremely well outside of him. Yeah, but they took him third overall, you know. Well, I know, but they've drafted so, really I mean, well. Half of the top – how crazy – half of the top ten got declined in, in that class. Well, I guess my question is, do you think they might – do you think it could be to go ahead and maybe re-sign some of these guys and get them on the books so they can move forward with the contracts? Like, cause Well, you, I mean, why why just pick up the option? You have the, uh, you have the year and then uh, go from there because that, that salary is already set in, you know. I mean, because like, you've had – Mr. Bisky, third over or second overall decline. Right. Solomon Thomas, third. Leonard Fournette, fourth. Corey Davis, fifth. And John Ross, ninth, who were all declined. Well, uh, a lot of those guys have had injury issues. And Leonard Fournette and Jacksonville just don't get along. That's all that is. They'll be trying to trade him. Yeah, for sure. You uh, know, the, that's all that. But how how crazy is it that Patrick Mahomes and Deshaun Watson didn't go in the top ten of that class? Looking back, you know, uh, yeah. Hold you know, I'm not. I mean, if, well, Deshaun Deshaun Watson's overrated. Everybody knows that. <laughs> you know, it's like Chicago. I mean, they they we've had three years to evaluate Mr. Bisky. We're going into the fourth. I personally don't think he's going to be the starting quarterback for Chicago. I think it'll be Nick Foles. Yeah. Uh, I mean, you know, we, we whiffed. We missed on our guy. Let's let's try again. You know? Uh, that, now, Chicago that's a team that, in a tough that's spot. A team that should sign, that's a team that should sign Cam. I, I agree. Uh, then I we're Pittsburgh. I don't think uh, – I don't think Chicago has the funds to, to sign Cam. But – Cam also can't be picky with what he signs with either. Uh, I know he said he ain't signing no. for a backup role, but you also not well, going to come out here and get 30 mil. You know, you're coming off rehab, injury. Yeah, he, so. what he needs to do is take whatever deal they can offer him. He'll be the starter, and then if he's good, he'll get a deal. Yeah, I agree. Bottom line. Uh, if not, he needs. If not, his best option is Pittsburgh to sit there and wait for Roethlisberger to get hurt. I'm going to say, you know he's going to get hurt, and ain't no way in hell if I'm Pittsburgh, I'm trying to make some Rudolph or Duck Hodges. No way. No way. Or uh, they had, what happened to the guy from ten, Josh Dobbs? Don't they have him still too? No. I don't think. Oh. I think he's being long gone. So. Hell, uh, honey. They want Brian Hoyer? Bring in Brian Hoyer. Y'all gonna bring in Cam? We'll just bring. No, hell no. <laughs> no, we'll bring. Uh, we'll bring what's his that Cody Kessler back. There you go. So, so yeah, uh, we ain't gonna need a. We ain't gonna need a backup. Slingham's got it under control. So there you go. I I just think uh, I think the whole fifth year option thing, man. Like I mean, you you're not gonna hit on your first round picks all the time. Why keep them around? Let them know so they can you know test the market or whatnot mm -hmm. or. Like you said, with like Fournette, motivate them. Look for trades. Motivate. You're under. You're in a contract year, technically. So, um, yeah. Because it 
doesn't necessarily mean that these guys are gone and not part of the roster. So, because, I mean, they declined Mitch Trubisky, so they're telling him, hey, it's a prove-it year to us. If he goes out there and, if he goes out there and shows improvements good, then they're like, all right, here's your contract. Yeah, so the only thing that sucks I mean, is you don't get that cheap fifth year, you know. So, well, but he hasn't proved himself to be there yet, you know. To, well, he had, he had the one year where he showed some potential, and then it's just been downhill since then. Yeah, I know. So, like, like that, like I remember, like the first year he was out there playing, I was like, they might have something here, like this guy's skill set. Like, yeah, I maybe too. they know more than I thought, and then it just went downhill. And Man. I was like, this guy's off. Like, and I was like, I'm glad I was right. Well, at least of now, he didn't know what a hard count was. So, <laughs> yeah. So, uh, it's gonna be interesting to see. Like, I mean, you ever heard him talk too? You know, I haven't. <laughs> he sounds like he's—he sounds like he's just constantly high. Does he? Oh, dude, it was awful. No, I actually haven't. Never heard Mr. Bisky talk. So it was like it's like listening to a Jock Peterson interview, the Dodgers. Dude, he just yeah, or like the Bosa brothers, man. Like, what's up, man? <laughs> like, so uh, yeah. yeah. Well, you got anything else? No, not really. No, so we'll uh, uh, we'll have to dissect some uh, scheduling tomorrow. Well, it won't be tomorrow, but schedule drops tomorrow. But next time we record, there's some games we're looking forward to. Yeah. You think of the Dallas schedule and the, the Patriots schedule. and Well, I can't like I can't think of the, anything for the Patriots because I don't know what the offense is. Like, I have no idea. True. So, I was told the Jets were going to win that division this year, though. So, we'll see if that works. No. That uh, I think, I I like think the Bills – Buffalo's pretty good. I told people that last year, and I got laughed at because, yeah. But I thought I was like, Buffalo's pretty good. Yeah. Josh Allen's actually sort of decent. And, yeah. They went out and got him an elite receiver. Well, I, I, let, let me not say elite. Let me say a really, really, really good receiver. Uh, yeah. To pair with um, Josh Allen. So, it gives him a big-time target. With Stephon Diggs, uh, and that defense is pretty legit too. So, yeah, uh, and they're their coach is really good, man. Yeah, I like him a lot too. Sean, Sean McDermott, he was he was I think he was with the Panthers and started to go down after he got the Buffalo job. So that's the impact of some of these guys sometimes, you know. Oh, for sure. So, yeah, I think. Yeah. Uh, I think definitely Buffalo wins that division. Uh, we'll have to dive into – we'll pick our division winners and stuff like that uh, here in the next few coming shows. Uh, but, yeah, man, that's all I got, I think. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you, Prescott and Dalton kind of. Stole all the storylines from everybody this. They did this week, which that was actually 
actually a great week for it to happen because we had nothing to talk about. So that was fantastic. I know I was getting kind of worried. Like, I don't, I don't know what we're going to do, but that would have been a perfect time to do our quarterback ranking. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, we'll, we'll have to get that so, out soon. And now we know the rookies and stuff like that too. So, uh, and, and we have a pretty good idea that those rookies are outside of Jordan Love are going to start. So, yeah, I think Herbert don't start the year. We'll see what Tyrod can do. So, I think I think they're just I think they're going to throw Herbert out there. Do you? Personally, yeah. Hmm. I think the only one that might not get thrown out there is Tua, and that would only be because of injury. Yeah. I mean, I could, I could see. I don't think Tua starts this year. I think he, I think he takes the whole year, uh, unless Fitz Magic just fucking. Well, at that point, with all these guys you drafted and signed and everything to deals, just go ahead and get more low picks and get more talent. Oh then... yeah, I mean, hell, I think they got two first rounds next year, so picks ain't no problem for Miami. <laughs> they got tons yeah. of them, so. Uh, but yeah. I guess we're going to get up out of here now. Uh, nice little nice little show. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, but, yeah, really. man, like I said uh, at the beginning, uh, iTunes, Spotify, Google, iHeart, we on all that shit. Uh, we need y'all to go hit that follow, hit that subscribe button, go ahead and drop a rating, go ahead and drop a review. They are greatly appreciated. Let us know if we trash. Let us know if you fucking with us. Uh, we rolling. Uh, we 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 still we still in the filling out phase to, but we appreciate y'all supporting so far, and uh, we're getting up out of here. Yep, I have to go say hi to the kids because they just got here. So yeah, good timing. Yeah. Yeah, very good. So, sorry, man. Signing off. We'll holler at y'all next time. Later.